0: And this is Bruce. This is just a runner podcast. All right, thank you for listening today. If you downloaded this, uh, if you're out on the run or driving around or however you listen to it, today's uh, it's Monday, October 22nd. It's the day after the Detroit Marathon for me. I know there's other marathons going on. But I, yesterday, uh, me and a lot of friends were up in Detroit and running the Detroit Marathon. Four of us did the marathon, and there was four friends from here in the Youngstown area that did the half. So, uh, just uh, talk about that for a little bit. Uh, give my impression of it. I'll just start off. If you want the short version, here it is. Skip this if you. Now we go into a little more detail, but basically, I I think it's a really great event. Really great time there. Uh, I didn't do as well as I would have liked. Uh, I was a little disappointed in myself. Things uh, just didn't go that well. Weather wasn't a, I shouldn't say it was a factor. It was probably, if anything, it was a little chillier than you know, I would have liked. Uh, it was like 33, 36, something like that at the start. Somewhere in the low, th- mid-30s. So, But I'm jumping ahead. Started start with, uh, I actually drove to Detroit to visit family on Friday. Uh, got up there Friday evening, we stayed in, um, it was my wife's uh, brother, and her, her mother's. a few months ago had surgery, and now she's living up there with him and his wife, and they're taking care of her, she's 90 years old, and so that's why we went a day early to visit with them, and we were able to stay with her brother in uh, uh detroit area there about a half hour from downtown so it was rather worked out kind of well and so friday was just spent in which was nice because after driving up it was nice just not to have much to do and stuff uh rather rather than drive up uh saturday morning probably would have been impatient i wasn't you know going on friday it just made it a lot easier a lot more relaxed just whenever we got up there we got up there and, uh, that was Friday, Saturday, plan was go to the expo, and then out to dinner with uh, friends from out of town, ran into some of them at the expo, but uh, it was a really good size expo, I thought, um, grabbed a lot of freebies, as many as I could find, <laughs> why else do you go to the expo, because you walked in, you had to go down this one side, the way they had it set up, and then you will walk out going up and down the aisles i mean they, they pretty much have it set up so you can go past all the vendors and we walked in and they're passing out these green bags and me and my wife each grabbed one and there was a cowbell in every bag yeah, so we started off with that so that was a plus got some more cowbells we'll get into that in a little bit and so i walked down got my number and my bib I had to show my passport which I ended up, you know, I had to get that for this race. I didn't have a passport. A couple of us that went up there didn't have them. Others already had theirs. So, uh, so I'm not sure how many had to actually get one. But because it's an international race, we do go into Canada. They, you have to have the passport, you have to show it to get your bid. Got my shirt. Red shirt, long sleeve te- wicking shirt. Uh, I like the way it looks. Nice shirt. So, that's one more plus uh for the uh detroit free press marathon i i have a lot of nice things to say about the event itself uh not sure uh so me and my wife started we were the i don't think the others were there yet no but they well actually the ones that i know that i end up seeing later on we were practically done and walking through and the others uh were coming after us Mm. so we had practically walked through the whole thing before they showed up and then went back deal with them end up taking a few pictures afterwards as we walked through like i said tried to grab as uh i like to go through and get as many of the uh freebies and other stuff like that as possible and i guess i may Started a nice cowbell collection. I had already had three cowbells at home. Uh, between the two, we got walking in and then there were, somehow I ended up with four more. And so that was my big haul for the day. Uh, let's see here. This is the green one, Chemical Bank. I know I've to see all my cowbells. I got one, this is Travis Traverse City. They were passing out one, a white one. You can hear the difference. They're different shapes. So, and milk beans more. There's a chocolate milk stand there. Uh, they gave out a few little chocolate things. And one was looked like it was a chapstick. So, it was ch- chapstick made from chocolate milk. So, I haven't opened that yet. But, that's their cowbell. So, now we can have musical cowbells. Uh, so, that guess my collection up to nine. So Never paid for so hopefully I uh, have to see when some more expos are coming up. Maybe if there's one closer, even if I don't run the race, go try to grab a cowbell. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So I did, uh, the only thing I did buy, I ended up uh, buying a shirt for my wife uh, from one of the previous uh, events. I think it was the Half Marathon from 2016. It looked like a nice wicking shirt. blue. So I got her that so she could uh, have something when she goes to the gym to work out. And then uh, they had a special on Beliga socks. I don't, I don't know. It was buy three, get one free. So ended up buying them. Uh, I like them. I got three pairs for me and I ended up buying her, her for one pair. I guess I could have went two and two. But... Uh, first, I, I try, I have one pair of the Beliga socks. I think that's how you pronounce it. B-A-L-E-G-A. I have it written down here. And the one pair I had, I got, when I got my other shoes. And I, I kind of like the socks, like the way they feel. And I'm going, I have a lot of, uh, my older socks are just getting so worn out. And there's tears in some of them and things like that. So I decided it's time to start, uh, replacing them. So. Made a dent in that. Uh, so, three more pairs. So, I can get rid of a few pairs of my older ones. And got her one. The color design matches her golf outfit. Uh, and then, we got through that. They had, uh, oh, what are they called? They're the airbags that go over your legs. And it compresses up and goes up and down. I did sit in the chair. I'm not It kind of breaks the rule about nothing new the day before the marathon. And kind of did that. Uh, I was trying to keep my walking around that day to a minimum. I really don't think I overwalked there. I didn't want to totally do nothing. I didn't run on Saturday. I did run on Friday. So uh, Friday morning. So I kind of had a lot of excess energy. So I ended up going ahead and put it sitting there. And they had a course preview video. So sat there for uh, I, it was five ten minutes with just legs compressing then uncompressing, and I have some compression socks I'll wear from time to time and things like that. But uh, actually, this felt really good. So I'm hoping I was hoping that would help get some of the soreness. Uh, my legs really weren't feeling sore at that time. I have done enough rest the last couple of days. I think uh, it uh, paid. A, Paid off. I think I uh, thought with the taper a few ex- the extra days I took just uh, rest and uh, I was feeling pretty good. Uh, if anything, a lot of nervous energy going up in me at that time. And so, but overall, I'd say they have a very good expo, uh, plenty of vendors. I mean, a lot of it's in the Detroit area. So there was, you know, of course, you're going to have that. And a lot of other races from around the area, so I think I did sign up for one thing. Uh, Cleveland Marathon had a thing, sign up to win, uh, but I haven't heard from them yet. So I'm assuming I—it's probably safe to say I wasn't going to win that. And uh, let's see, Dana, uh, we went back to her brother's house for a little bit, then we went out to dinner. About five thirty, I think I accidentally told everybody five. Sorry about that, and. End up only being 12 of us at dinner, seven of the runners were there, and the one didn't make it for some reason. He had other plans with some other friends he knew, and so we had seven of us there 12 people total my wife, uh, let's see, Aaron's uh, husband, and a couple of the others. A few more husbands were there, no, they no wives. Uh, uh so the four, like I said, uh had Dinner at this place. Uh, I, th- I believe there's more than I believe there's a chain because I think I was at this uh, place, uh, Buca de Peppo. I think that's how you say it. Uh, they do a, it's kind of a family style Italian restaurant. We were all just wanting to get some pasta the night before. Uh, I realized the night before, not gonna make that big of a difference, but uh, you should have already done your carbo loading the days leading up to it. Uh, We uh, had a nice dinner. So, like I said, it's a family style. So, if you order a portion, it's like a small portion would would be for like three people. A large is supposed to be for like five people. So, a couple of us decided to get the chicken parm. Their chicken parm, you can either... It's just the chicken with cheese on it. And so, we had to order the pasta separately. Now, when you're dividing... We decided to go with the large. Uh, to uh, there was four of us in on this. Everybody seemed like there was a group of for this, a group for that, and four of us went in on the chicken parm. I thought it was really good. I thought the food there is uh, very good, so that worked out nice. And we just kind of divided up the bill. And like I said, uh, the chicken parm. It actually had five pieces of chicken. So, for you know, we all took only we end up with one leftover to take home. And we had this huge thing. We probably should have got the smaller order of pasta and ordering the large, which we thought would be for like five people. And there probably wouldn't be that much left. Maybe somebody else would grab a little pasta. Yeah. I think, well, my wife, I think, took some pasta and she had some manicotti with the other group. So we, uh, What was I saying? Uh, We ended up having to... uh, Oh, man. I forgot what I was thinking. But, like I said, we uh, split it four ways. Had Somebody ordered garlic bread, too. So, we we ended up having a ton of bread. Because they bring you some bread while you're at the table. And then he had ordered a thing of garlic bread. So, it was all on the table. And we took it, uh, that way, uh, and like I said, I had chicken parm, took my piece of chicken, took it apart, and there was like, like I said, there was a ton of food, pasta there, we just like, decided just to just go with the spaghetti marinara with our chicken, and there was enough. we, uh, I could, I think everybody could have had, uh, three portions, could have gone back, not for only a for second, but triples, or, and so, Plenty of pasta there. I know the others. Like I said, there was a few different things. The other end of the table ended up having something else. They didn't. I think they went with more of a. Actually, I don't know what they had, (laughs) but it wasn't like it didn't look like the regular spaghetti with the pasta uh, with the red sauce. They had some. I think they must have done a cheesy sauce, a white sauce. Anyway, that was there. I got back, tried to turn in early. Uh, I think nine o'clock. I I was planning on getting up at four. So, tried to get to bed early. Watched a little bit of the Ohio State football. And then, uh, so I didn't see the end of that. But the way it turned out, I'm glad I didn't. And I'm going up around 9 o'clock. Try to get some sleep. I got a few hours. I was tossing and turning. I I admit, the day before, I kind of got very anxious, very nervous. Uh, You know, it's not like this is my first marathon. I've been through this. I knew what was coming up. I knew what I had to do. And I've been training. I thought I had trained my best for any marathon. Uh, so I shouldn't have been as nervous as I was. But, I mean, we traveled for this one somewhere I've never been before. i uh, never been to Detroit. I think I was in Michigan once like 20 years ago for something. I can't even remember why. And so my first non-ohio uh marathon that's what this was uh i'd be going to canada all that stuff and this was probably one of the first times i really put a big time goal on myself where i wanted to hit this goal i've been saying i was going to try for 420 and i'm not saying i didn't try i did try to get the 420 so you can see where i'm going with the race report when we get there but uh uh came up short on that, and I think I may have been overreaching, maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, so, as I got up, I actually woke up, I had an alarm set for four. Everybody was in the house actually was leaving. Her brother actually had to leave that morning to go to, uh, my, it's my wife's brother was going on a business trip or something, uh, they had to leave for Florida. So his niece, or his daughter, my wife's niece, I guess it's my niece now, uh, was going to to take me and drop me off. Ended up, my uh, stepdaughter and my wife got up with us, and we went downtown. She dropped me off at the Kobo Center. That's where they had, I didn't even mention that, but the Kobo Center was the site of the expo also. Uh, Because I had got a message from my friend Erin. She said they were at the Kobo Center. Which was a good thing. It was open. There was a lot of runners in there. In their lines for the bathroom. Uh, plus it was actually probably 30 degrees outside. Everybody's dressed to run. We're in, you're going to be standing around for quite a while. So uh, a lot of us. A lot of runners were in there. Before they were going to make their way to our corral. I was in Corral F. Uh, Aaron got moved up to Corral D. She thought with her time goal, she should have been E, but uh, she wasn't gonna be too far behind them. And I believe the other two doing the marathon had were in th- I wanna say corral each. I can't remember, but they were behind me. Uh, my one friend, Josie, she was doing the half marathon, decided to run it, uh, getting the same crowd with me. She actually could have been further up. She decided to drop back some. She said her training didn't go quite as well as she would and I told her what my goal was, so she decided, thought she could do that for the half. So, me and her actually ran together for almost 13 miles, which was, uh, really I enjoyed running with her. It didn't slow me down. I was pretty much setting the pace and the goals. Uh, I think she just decided to have somebody to run with and make it a fun day. And for the first half, uh, it was really nice having the company and somebody to run with. So, like I said, we hung out in the Cobo Center. I did do the bathroom ones. We got back in line. Uh, I went back. Everybody was there. I think we did an early morning picture. Uh, if anybody checks me out on Facebook, you'll notice that that. Picture <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> the picture that we took that morning is, is my current profile picture as of October 22nd, it'll uh, probably be there for a few weeks at least. Uh, I do change it from occasion. Especially if something big like this happens or, or a nice picture of me and then my wife, Maria. So we went to, uh, there. then we went out to get outside into the cold. Uh, I had a hat, ball cap on at the start and I had a cotton t-shirt that I had planned to throw out. Which I decided to wear it for the first few miles. I wore my regular running gloves and other than that I actually wore shorts other of them I don't know if that was a mistake or not uh, maybe if I had wore pants to give my legs a little protection maybe that would have helped uh, but I, I at the start I th- wasn't feeling so bad so I kept going with it and um, like I said, uh, I thought I was gonna be okay I for the most part, other than my hands being extremely cold at the finish, I was in, wasn't too bad of shape. Because uh, I think mile four or five, I got rid of the t-shirt and the hat. There, I donated them to Canada as a goodwill gesture. <laughs> there was a lot of clothes throughout the course as you went along. I mean, for I'd say in the first four or five miles, most of them you'd see them different spots. Uh, like the start they did a very organized the crowd start got the first ones going kept us moving up and they had a count a big uh, screen with a countdown on it so I really did think it was a uh, how would you say uh, I thought it was an organized start it was a good start and go out in the city they loop you around uh, let me bring up the image of the I should have the course map in front of me so I can recall a few things, but uh, like I said, we went out and mile three, we're getting onto the Ambassador Bridge. Basically, the first two miles, you're heading out towards the Ambassador Bridge, and we uh looped around, got on the bridge, and everything I've uh heard about the bridge and how nice it is, and everything it's very scenic, it's sun, you know, that time of day. We're uh, uh probably the worst part, and this was one. one of the things with the garmin it doesn't actually show the elevation on the bridge so uh, according to this i went under the bridge uh just past mile three when i look at my elevation uh they're not showing any uh oh let me get to the splits here if you look at the uh mile three elevation there there's no elevation up or down uh while you're on the bridge, so it must not pick that part up. And let's take a look. So, got my Garmin uh, Connect page open for the Detroit Marathon, and now that it doesn't show the elevation there, but the worst part of the whole elevation of it is getting up to the peak of the bridge, so. I planned on that I was a little slower than that the first two miles I was probably right at the paces I want if anything I was probably faster than I really want needed to be uh, but I knew the mile 3 was gonna be a little bit of a challenge got up over that and it was during the fifth mile uh, I ended up having to take a Portage on break it wasn't a well basically I had to piss really bad and that kind of ruined the race, I hate to say. It. For One of the things that really hurt me in this race, uh, that happened multiple times. I mean, it just got so uncomfortable to run. And I don't know if that helped dehydrate me and cause muscle cramps later. But uh, like that, once we got over the bridge, uh, that was a great point. Bu- uh, but going onto the bridge and coming off, there was a lot of uh, immigration border patrol officers on both sides a lot of them and they're just looking but because i made the mistake of putting the bib on the regular tech shirt and i had the shirt i had over it my throwaway, away was a cotton shirt i had to keep lift i made sure i put it up made it kind of into a Josh called it a crop top look while i'm crossing the bridge to try to because that's what they're looking for if you didn't have a bib number you're going to get pulled over I've heard cases of people, uh, with backpacks or the camelbacks, anything like that, they could have had it, they could have been pulled over and had it confiscated, so luckily I didn't get pulled over, and actually I started with like a small 12 ounce, uh, Gatorade in my hand, a red one, uh, they didn't say nothing about that, uh, maybe they didn't notice it, I mean, thousands of people coming over, I think they said they had 26,000 for all the events, so, uh, all these people coming over the bridge at the time. We were able, and then, like I said, we're into Canada then, and I, I guess uh, downtown Windsor and downtown Detroit don't look that much different. <laughs> so it wasn't like a culture shock going to a discount. But it was nice just to uh, do an international crossing. Um, never did that. Like I said, obviously I've never done that in a marathon since I've never done one out of Ohio till now. So I really, that that was a really nice, uh, Thing to do, it's one of the things that attracted me to this uh, race to be able to go. I've heard how nice it was this bridge, and then uh, let's see, take a look at the map again. It was about uh, oh, yeah. mile seven, we're going back into the tunnel. This is the world's only underwater uh, mile in uh, any race. You go under the uh, Detroit River. Thankfully, no terrorists decided to attack at that time and put us into danger in the bridge. But I wasn't real worried about it uh, as far as claustrophobia or anything. I think the only thing I could really compare it to was... uh, I've been through other, driven through other tunnels, so it's kind of like that, just, but I, I think the ones I did, uh, we would drive down through West Virginia or Virginia, and they had the tunnels through the mountains, it was just like being one of them, except we were actually, we went down underwater, then you got to come back up, and circled around, got back into Detroit, and that, actually the rest of the way, I can't complain about elevation or anything rest of the way i did find most of the course uh, pretty uh scenic a lot of i thought the crowd support was pretty good there weren't too many spots uh the bridge there wasn't a lot of people on the bridge obviously and inside the tunnel wasn't a lot of people you know there wasn't anybody really i think there was one person who was assigned just to make sure because they had this one uh cordoned off um they had the cones around it just one spot but uh, most of the places you had plenty of crowd support and things like that so when you came out and it was a little warmer in there but wasn't as bad as some of the story because jossie heard it could uh get up to like 80 degrees or something and it was nothing like that in there while we were going through i mean i guess if it had been 50 60 degrees outside it could be a lot warmer in there uh but i you know warmed up a little i mean it was warmer but it wasn't you know badly warm and you were only in there for a mile uh, i was hoping they haven't sent it yet i thought they were keeping track to tell you how long you were how long it took you to run that mile but i uh so far i haven't got an email from them giving me the splits for that i do have uh with my splits throughout the race from them, take a look at that. Here, I saved it and it uh, I don't know why I didn't write this down beforehand, but uh, well, let me finish with the report. I'll go with splits at the end, but like mile seven, where where, where you're going to the tunnel, I was holding a 1019 pace in an hour 1207, and I, uh. Once we got out of the tunnel, yeah, Josh, uh, we were able to stick together the whole time. Uh, that just made the first half that much nicer. And think, where else do we think of any other sites along the way that really stuck out? Uh, but I, I mean, I did enjoy the route all around Detroit. It kind of went one side. Uh, we got down near the starting line where they split one way and we went out into the other way where we were going to Corktown. And we did get one long stretch after we uh, split with the halves. And uh, I really did appreciate her, her help through the first part. And, which, oh, almost uh, before 14, You had one real long stretch here. Uh, And a lot of this, there was a lot of turns and stuff in this. uh, More than I was expecting. I don't know why I've looked at the map. I don't know how many times. But about 16, somewhere over 16, made another left. It went up, went through what they call the Indian Village. That area was kind of nice. There was one house up that way. I believe it was in that section. Super decorated for Halloween. They probably had more Halloween than... uh, Ten normal houses. Uh, Just tons of skeletons in their yard and all all over. That They had to have spent weeks, weeks, a couple weeks decorating for this. Uh, I guess if you're really that much into Halloween, which is awesome. But it was uh, around, I actually was doing pretty good with my uh, splits and everything. I was moving along fine. Uh, At least I felt I was for the first 18, 19 miles, things just started uh, hurting more. My calf started cramping up, uh, the calf cramps, and probably had, I ended up taking four bathroom breaks just because my bladder would get so uncomfortable I, I couldn't run. I probably could have got through the last one, but I wasn't going to hit my goal, so I went ahead and stopped one more time. I'm going to say if I could eliminate that or at least hold it to one. I could get on to <laughs> cut 10 minutes off we did get on the bell i we went over another bridge the macarthur bridge and that took us uh that was just after mile 19 you turn across the bridge hit the 20 mile marker shortly after you get off the bridge uh that that one wasn't nearly as big or uh i mean it's a good sized bridge but it takes you on to belt island we did a loop around there it's about a just over a two mile loop, I believe, and but I was glad when I got off there in the bridge because it got really windy, and actually at mile thirteen or so, I had ran It was one of my uh, Port-A-John stops, ran in and somewhere I believe in the Portageon I lost one of my gloves. And these weren't throwaway gloves; these were actually a pretty good pair of running gloves, and I ended up having to. kept going and when i was i almost went back i started turning around to go back to get it and i said no and i was like i don't know which one i was in i wasn't sure so i ended up taking off and to keep my hands warm i had one glove i'd wear on one hand and then wear it backwards on my other hand It was my right hand glove i had it for and i'd put it on the left just to keep it covered up try to keep it warm and go back and forth while i was running so every i don't know I'd try to go five to ten minutes and switch it back and forth, and by the time I was getting to Bell island though it was I was just slowing down, and uh, the splits were just getting worse. I kind of uh had had a hard time uh my uh what you call it, uh calves were really cramping up a few times I had a I was getting a strange pain in my knee I don't remember ever having a pain like that luckily it's gone I'm not noticing the pain in my knee just having a lot of your normal aches and pains the next day just a lot of muscle soreness I tried to uh, had to stick out trying to roll it a few times uh, trying to warm bath which, threw some Epsom salt in it I don't know if that helps hopefully that'll help a little bit I don't know if I did Got enough in there. Uh, I don't think what else I could do. Took some, took some ibuprofen, and maybe I'll try to get out for a walk a little bit. But after bow Island, you know, uh, like I said, uh, the splits were just going slower and slower at this point. Uh, I had to hit my lap counter a few times when I shouldn't have. Uh, just to get back on track with their markers, I don't know why I bothered, but uh, I was trying to keep just something reasonable around 11. Or, uh, I had some laps go up over 12, not what I wanted at the end here. Uh, obviously, I was hoping because I, I really thought I was pretty solid through uh, the first 20. Uh, let's just say that. Uh, a on mile 1820 between 18 and 20 it really started coming apart on me, and i was just doing the old shuffle to the end where walk a few minutes run a few minutes tried to keep some sort of decent pace going without a lot of work uh went through went the river walk area i thought that was another nice scenic area you're right on the river uh there was a lot of twists and turns in there more than you realize on the map Finally got where you're going straight, uh, going out to the finish line. Uh, I think we made a few last turns. Like I said, uh, there a lot more turns there at the end than you realize. At least I thought so. Either that, I just wanted to be done at a certain point. Probably, that's probably around mm, mile 20 or so. And was hoping to be able to f- just uh, finish strong and maybe... Suck it up for the last mile, but it didn't really happen the way I wanted it to. I think my last mile was still a twelve-minute mile. Uh, my uh, Garmin came up with twenty-six point five five miles, but because I the way I did the other splits to try even it out, uh, the last split on here, split thirty-one, was four o seven for uh, 0.31 miles. So obviously I wasn't doing too good there at the last couple of tenths. The last mile was. Like like I said, at 12.13. for that, at 12.53. So, really came apart at the end here. Most of it, uh, first half. Uh, like I said, I was at like... I think at the half split. I got their splits telling me when I was at the half. According to them. And it was uh, at the halfway mark. I was at 2.15. So, I was a little behind what I wanted. I was hoping just to keep it together, and I think somewhere, a few more miles after that, I'm like, well, 430's a big improvement from what I had at Toledo, and hopefully that'll all go good, And but my wife and uh, stepdaughter and new, my wife's niece, they were at the finish line waiting for me, I'm not sure what time they showed up, uh, they did, video. she uh, videotaped it, you can hear the hear all the noises and them yelling here. So here's a portion of that. I'm not exactly sure how long she was uh, taping, so I'm cutting this down just to the portion that uh, where I'm coming in. So you can listen to this. Oh wait, let me get that. I got it. Oh, here we go. Okay, that was just a little bit of a soundbite from the race. So, uh, it was nice uh, knowing that I do have the uh, fan support, even on my bad days out there. So, they were there to cheer me on. Unfortunately, I never actually heard them during the race. They were on the, they had a split, because they do the American only half. And that half actually starts at 10.30. They're starting to finish. Their, uh, their leaders are finishing at about the same time I am. And they're on the other side. So they, they had it split. So the mat- half marathoners were on that side. Marathoners on this side. So I'm going down my side. Unfortunately, they were on the other side. They had been in my left eye. I was actually looking over a lot to see if I could see her or somebody I knew on the left side. Uh, No luck there at the finish. Right before I made the last turn, probably about two tenths or something, I actually stopped, and I saw Josie, who I would ran the first half with, and she was on, and I made a quick stop to say goodbye to her, (laughs) because, like I said, at this point, I I wasn't going to hit close to my goal. Got up there, ran it in, and... Like my wife said, it looks like he's hurting. Yeah, I was. The calf cramps got the best uh, uh, I really thought I thought I'd be better than that. I ended up with a four forty-four forty seconds was my official time, and I'm not sure what exactly to change, but I, I'll figure something out. Uh, if I go on for if I do another one, I, I was I felt solid. I definitely felt I could have done the half, the first half, faster, better. Uh, obviously, you're doing a half, you're going to go out harder than you would if you were, um, you know, doing a full. Your pace is definitely different. I mean, I'd done a half back in August in two hundred one, and um, uh, so. I really thought the 420, 415 maybe on a good day was definitely would have been possible, but nah, just didn't work out for me. A lot of it was, I just, legs started giving out. Maybe, I guess I need more endurance or something. Because uh, I, I really, 18, 19, I think I was okay. Uh, their splits have me, the latest one I have, at 17.3 miles, I was averaging. Uh, 10.21 at the half, I was at 10.19 pace, so I really didn't lose very much there. Mile 20, I was at a 10.21 pace. I mean, that's slower than I wanted, but it's not like drastically bad or anything. I probably could have went for the 4.30. I would have been happy with 4.30, I think, there and down. I needed a 4.25 for a PR, but uh, it it wasn't the day to do it. And ended up with a 10.52 pace uh, at the finish uh, 4.44, like I said, a 4.44 and 40 seconds. And that was uh, my Detroit marathon. Got through the finish, couldn't find any, uh, all but one of my friends, Joe, we ended up finding him over, we went to where their party area was. My wife found me, I, I kind of like got through their finishing crowd area, got my battle they do have a great medal. That's another plus for this one. Uh, a lot of people comment about how heavy it is. Uh, round Detroit Free Press Marathon. On the, the back it says Marathon Finisher, October 21, 2018. Got some nice designs of the city. Uh, I forget which must There's a car in the front. I forget which one it's supposed to be. Uh, Chevy something. I think it was supposed to be a Camaro or something. Uh, they do show like the Ambassador Bridge and a few other things on here that I'm not even sure what they are. I'd probably have to talk to somebody that's more familiar with Detroit. Uh, but l- I didn't do like the metal, like the shirt, uh, like the course overall. Uh, I wouldn't change the bridge, even though it is a pain to get over. Uh, the tunnel made it very unique. You have two international crossings. I would recommend this race to anybody who wants to do it, I would, uh, I, like I said, I thought I trained uh, pretty good for it, and game. sometimes I think I psych myself out and over worry and stress out about a race, and I think it's come back to haunt me more than once, uh, something about the calf cramps after mile 20, something I got to figure out what to do about that if I decide to do an, another marathon. I definitely got to work on those type of things. So, I don't want to go on too much about the bad. Uh, I don't have too many bad things to say about it, except uh, everybody complained uh, the only negatives. Like I said, uh, said, uh, what was it? The tracking for the spectators or myself or anybody that was trying to track on this wasn't working very well the day of the marathon. Uh, everybody I talked to had trouble with it, and so she wasn't really able to track me through the, using their thing. I, like I said, and I've actually gotten spoiled, I guess, because most of the races I go to, I can punch up my results, either, if not on my phone, they have a kiosk set up, where you just put in your bib number or something, and your results pop up, just like that, and it was kind of, uh, you know what, I couldn't find a place to do that. Um, they gave a nice uh, bag of snacks when you walked away, a banana, some, oh, I can't even remember everything that's in it. I remember there was goldfish in it and things like that, a couple things to get you going. Somebody gave me a couple chocolate milks. Then when we were walking around trying to find, get back to the car, uh, I ended up giving one of the chocolate milks to somebody that had said said something about, oh, was there a chocolate milk in there? I said, no, no, you, that somebody was passing them out, you must have missed it. But, uh, you know, once I got out of the exit area for the marathoners and finally found my wife, and, well, that was later. That incident happened later on. Meanwhile, we went to the, uh, there was an area for the uh, party afterwards, and I just, my hands were frozen Uh, at the end there. They just got really cold. I ended up taking off the one glove, and my feet were really hurting I was having some odd pains uh so end up just we went in there for a little bit to walk around see what they had and it wasn't a lot going it didn't seem like a lot uh unless maybe some of the sites had specialty stuff I think they were the private parties or whatever we weren't in any of them ended up just uh starting to head back to the car and I didn't know where the other ones were I th- well actually there wasn't one met or because we had a group message going and he, for him. Uh, apparently someone went, went to the Kobo Center, which made sense to get out of the wind and someplace a little warmer after the race. Uh, I had to go in the other direction. They, uh, the, uh, Her niece and her daughter, my wife's niece and daughter, went to get the car. Then we ended up walking towards it because <laughs> a lot of the roads were closed, so she couldn't get too close with the car up having to walk up that way so uh that was that was pretty much my race you uh, know not disappointed i would definitely if anyone's looking for a good uh marathon half marathon to go do something different uh as far as uh the bridge and uh getting over the bridge and going into canada and that made for a very unique race uh Overall, I thought it was scenic and plenty of crowd support, so uh, i would definitely give this a great A, probably nine out of ten. Uh, it's been on, been over there for a long time, so they should have most. You think they'd have everything uh, worked out? Um, but like I said, I'd make sure your bib number is showing if you when you do those uh, border crossings, and if you're into collecting cowbells for marathon races, they uh, one. Six cowbells. So defi- So that was a definite plus. Uh, I'm not sure what's next. I'll, I'll po- try to get up another podcast out next week. Uh, uh, still uh, recovering right now. This week's just going to be all about recovering from the marathon and see what happens. Hopefully, uh, I'm not feeling too bad today. Rather sore yesterday. limping around, couldn't move too well. And today's uh, today's better than yesterday. Uh, the way I felt yesterday, I luckily I didn't have to drive home. I ended up going in the back seat and kind of trying to keep my legs stretched out after watching the way they spazzed them and stuff after the race. They was kind of uh, I knew uh, I don't, I really didn't think I was dehydrated. I, that could have been part of it, but I you wouldn't think I would be going up uh, Going to pee so often if I was dehydrated. Uh, Well, this is my one of my longest I think longest podcasts I've done, so uh, I'll just finish this off and just say uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Be kind, get out there and run, run long, run hard, whatever you want to do. Thank.